Ben. Ben, how we doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing these days? Uh, I'm good. I'm glad that I'm here to give you updates on the fantasy league. You know, um, I know that you know our, our attention has been somewhat divided, but you know, I'm here to let you know what's going on in Shaver Bowl. You know. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna apologize in advance, you guys. I. I. I I'm like I'm disappointed in myself, honestly. Um. That's all I want to hear you say, Ben. I'm not proud of. I'm not proud of what I did, but I, I stand by... I, I want to say, before anyone gives me too hard of a time about my performance last week, I want the record to show that, that most of it was unavoidable. Mm. Okay. All right. We, we can get to that later, though. It's not... A, but Evan, this is not about me. Like, this is mm. about... The, you know, to, to focus attention on me and my, you know my apathy or my shenanigans or whatever you want to call it, that would be a, a disservice to the people in this league who are, are having a phenomenal, uh, you know, end of the season. You know, we have a lot of storylines coming up last yeah. week of the season. It's exciting. And I, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I really, I really, um, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be selfless and I'm going to say we shouldn't pay any attention to what Ben's doing. <laughs> You know? Wow, that's a, it's very noble of you. Um, oh, you're welcome. Yeah, I mean, coming off of a, a good rivalry week, um, headed into week 14, the matchups are set. Uh, we got one more week before the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty stoked. Um, we definitely got some interesting games this week. Um, the new the new format has us with a, a do-or-die game between Noah and Ryan, which I'm a big fan of. So yeah. it's going to be exciting, for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Should we, should, we, should we get this show on the road? Yeah, let, let's dive right in. Um, the first game that I've got on the schedule is Ethan Oof. versus Tom. Oof. Um, Ethan finally oh, did it. Oh, man. Ethan finally won his first weekly bonus. Uh, like, did, first ever? First, well, yeah, so we've been doing week, the weekly bonus for three years, um, and this is Ethan's first one. Despite having a, like a pretty good team the whole time, um, he had also never even finished second. I went and looked it up, so, which I don't even know how that happened. So here he is, putting up 134 points, cruising to the weekly bonus, finally getting it done. Um, Man. And beating Tom Congrats by Congrats to Ethan. Yeah. Uh, it turns out Tom is pretty much clinched the playoffs anyways, given how the other results lined up. But, yeah, not an encouraging performance for Tom, Tom's boys here. Uh, a good win for Ethan, who's pretty much locked into the third spot and will almost certainly lead the league in points scored. When all's said and done, so yeah, good for Ethan. Uh, That's interesting because we we haven't really been talking about Ethan that much as a uh, as a title contender. You know, yeah. we've been talking a lot about Henry. We've been talking a lot about Andrew. We've been talking a lot about Joe. Um, we haven't really been talking about Ethan too much. Yeah, I think. Well, so he's really come on as of late, and I think with Joe and Andrew, they were you know in front in the standings the whole time. So that was why we were talking about them. But yeah, Ethan's team has really you know improved lately. Um, you know, he's had some guys who have been good all season. Obviously, Cooper Cup is wide receiver one. Um, but yeah, like this week, it was Javante Williams getting his turn as a as a lead back there in Denver with Melvin Gordon out. Put up twenty four fantasy yeah. points. Um, big game for him. And uh, and then everyone else also scoring at least ten points <laughs> for Ethan's team. Yeah, it's a good week. Um, I'm just scrolling through here. Dallas Goddard, 105 yards and two touchdowns. 
Um, which that one was interesting because, uh, as you might have noticed with Ethan's team, Jalen Hurts was out this week uh, with injury, which means that Gardner Minshew uh, got his re- return to action. Ooh, yes. Uh, his first start as an Eagle, uh, and he fed Dallas Goddard. 105 yards, two touchdowns. I heard it was Goddard's first multi multi touchdown game in the NFL, which was surprising to me. But uh, yeah, was 22 fantasy points for Goddard. I'm very sad that I I was not paying attention. I was uh, I was in Madison this weekend with with Andrew and Ernesto, and I wasn't really paying attention to anything fantasy related this past weekend. I was uh, it shows. Uh, yeah, I was I was I was distracted by you know various various happenings, uh, and I and I am I I am I am most disappointed in myself because if I had realized that Jalen Hurts was not playing. I almost certainly would have streamed Gardner Minshew. Fair. And it makes me, eh, I don't know. I probably It's funny because you didn't even really have to stream. We we can talk about this later, but there was no reason to stream. You have Joe Burrow, it would have been fine. But but yeah. I want the record to show Joe Burrow not that good this year. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Also, Joe Burrow, Evan, Evan, Joe Burrow scored 16 points. It was more than Tyrod Taylor. (laughs) That's fair. Gardner Minshew did have a nice game, 19 fantasy points. Um, so yeah, that helped out Goddard. Uh, obviously, Ethan's Rams wide receivers did their normal thing where they both got touchdowns. That's starting to become a pattern now. Uh, Cooper Cup and Van yeah, I'm playing the Jags. What's what's what? We already talked about this last week, but what's what's the Rams playoff schedule? Uh, Isn't it pretty good? Seahawks, Vikings, Ravens, which I would say is pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially the the Ravens. Um, Marlon Humphrey is out for the year, so. Uh, that's not until week 17, but that could be a pretty nice matchup for them. And I think all three of those games are likely to be fairly high-scoring, except maybe the Seahawks one. Um, so yeah, that's encouraging for Ethan. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know how much they're going to have to pass in the Seattle game. Yeah, they might not. Um, a nice game for Antonio Gibson, one of his better games on the season. <laughs> they gave him 23 yeah. more carries this time uh, with five receptions. So an- an- another solid 28-touch game for a guy who's been halfway injured for the entire season um even even a guy like stefan diggs in in the win game yesterday in buffalo came through 51 yards i mean given the circumstances that's actually pretty impressive um did you watch any of that game ben no i'm reading about it it, it was wild uh like so the the pats like just didn't pass they, they literally threw three passes the entire game uh and they just ran and they won the game um and the Bills tried to pass, and it mostly didn't work. Um, but kind of every once in a while, like Josh Allen would throw it hard enough where the win wouldn't matter. But it was it was an awesome game. It was it was one of my favorite games I've watched all season. Just very stupid in every way. Um, I love I love what Belichick is doing recently, where he just like doesn't really give a shit about conventional. I mean, Bill, Bill, Belichick has it, never given a shit on anyone. You know, I I, I like that he he's just like. You know, it's not going to, like, a lot of guys are, like, a lot of coaches, I feel like, are, like, worried about appearances, like, looking scrappy, like, oh, you only passed three times. Like, Belichick doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. He's, like, I, it's, like, it's like when they played Tampa Bay, like, a month ago, and they only ran, like, five times. Right, it just didn't It's, run. like, yeah. they just, like, didn't, it's, like, Belichick, play, he, he's, it's, like, he's playing a video game. He's just, like, he's, yeah. like, oh, I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna do it. He's gonna do what works, <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. All right, yeah, so it was a good week for Ethan's team. Even got, like, 11 points out of the defense. So, yeah, all in all, I would say that Ethan is probably the team that I would least want to face in the playoffs. 
Um, especially if uh, Melvin Gordon con- continues to miss time just with Javante Williams getting some run then. You know, it's a pretty scary lineup. Jalen Hurts is going to be back, I assume, soon enough. It sounds like he's going to start once they come out of bye here in Week 15 for the playoffs. So, so yeah, Ethan's team is looking pretty good, pretty fearsome. On the other hand, Tom's team. <laughs> Not I want. I do want. I do. I do want to say one last thing about Ethan's team. I was saying uh, last week he might want to bench Chase Claypool for Matt Breida if Breida keeps on playing well, and it looks like Breida muffed a handoff. Yeah. And uh, is is headed headed for the pine. Yeah. Uh, so rest in peace, the Matt Breida era. Yeah. In well, and Zach Moss was active for the Bills as well, which yeah isn't good for anyone. Um, but yeah. So, oh well. I really wanted the Matt Breida. I really wanted there to be a scenario where Matt Breida was like a random league winner. <laughs> yeah, not quite. But. Um. All right, moving on to Tom's team then. Disappointing week for Tom. Uh, still at seven and six. Still gonna make the playoffs unless something pretty weird happens. Um, what do I have him at in the odds here? Ninety-two uh, percent. So I think. I wait, think... wait, wait. Yeah. Sorry, Evan. One more thing with Ethan Steve. Did you see this thing about Logan Thomas? Yeah, he's injured. No, but he got injured again. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, never mind. Carry on. Um, I I was feeling sort of vindicated on my like. I remember a couple weeks ago, I was like pretty optimistic about Logan Thomas, and you were not so much. And then he caught a touchdown, and I was like, hell yeah, Logan Thomas is back. And then he tore his ACL. <laughs> so that's how that goes. Um, yeah, for, for Tom's team, I've got him at 92% to make the playoffs. I think all he has to do this week is um, get within, like, what did I say, 38 points of Quinn um, and, and, uh, and have Quinn win um so it should be it should be fine should be easy enough for tom to make the playoffs he just has to not totally suck however you know i'd be a little worried given the current state of his roster um he did have Devonte adams on by this week so that'll be a nice little boost uh once he is back in week 14 yeah. otherwise man there's not a whole ton of good news here i guess Devonte freeman has been kind of a bright spot in the last few weeks um Freeman put up 16 points this week at 14 carries plus five catches. So Freeman kind of taken over the uh, lead back role there in Baltimore. Freeman has low-key had a good season. Yeah. Like, he's been, since week six, he's been startable. Yeah. Well, you know what happened in week six? Uh, Latavius Murray got injured. (laughs) So that's been the big key there for Freeman. Latavius Murray missed like a month there. Um, and Freeman was able to kind of take over the backfield uh, once the Ravens got out of their bye, and he hasn't really relinquished it, even even though Murray is back. Um, of course, Tom also has Latavius Murray stashed in case anything goes wrong. But, yeah, I mean, like, Freeman is, like, a guy that you can comfortably start. Like, he's probably not going to, like, score 20 points in any given week. Just, like, the, the huge upside isn't there. But, you know, he's getting goal line touches. He's, you know, going to get 12, 15 carries with some receiving work. Like, it's a pretty solid starter at this point, which... I don't think any of us really anticipated from like any of the Ravens running backs this season uh, after all the injuries they had. So good for him. Yeah, Rip Gus Edwards. Yeah. Hunter Redfro and, and J.K. Dobbins. And J.K. Dobbins. And Tyson Williams. And Tyson Williams. And Justice Hill. Well, well, Tyson Williams sorta. Yeah, yeah, he was actually healthy, but then he just sucked. Um, Hunter Redfro, another good week. Yeah, uh, over a hundred yards the second week in a row. Um, 
and only the second time all season. So he's really trending upwards, uh, you know, after some unfortunate uh, teammate incidents. Um, so yeah, good for Hunter Renfro. He's becoming. I'm gonna player. pick Hunter Renfro in like the fifth round next year. Oh, I'm sure someone will. Yeah, someone's gonna be all aboard the Renfro hype train, uh, and then he's gonna like, you know, do what he did most of the season and put up 60 yards a week. But until then. Um, we talked about this a bit last week, but I love that Tom is starting Hunter Renfro and Cole Beasley. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's great. And he's starting Rex, Bur- Rex Burkhead. Uh, at least he did this week. So he's got a bunch of white guys. Well, well, and, well, well, and like Devonta Freeman's also kind of like a low four kind of. Well, he had fifteen this week, but he's yeah. also he's kind of like a low four guy. Like he's not gonna. That's the real problem with Tom's team at this point. You know, post everyone is low four. Yeah, post Derrick Henry injury, it's like all of these guys could easily have two point high four. I mean, excuse me. Yeah, like high like floor, high, low ceiling. I, I mean, some of these guys ceiling. are low floor as well. Like Rex Burkhead and Cole Beasley are absolutely low floor. Uh, low uh, floor and low ceiling. Yeah, exactly, which is not where you want to be. <laughs> That's mostly just, like, not being very good at fantasy, right? Oh, yeah, Tom's got a bench Cole Beasley. He's been bad. Yeah, but, you know, you look at the other options, and it's like, you know, he's going to get Devontae Adams back, but, you know, he's also starting Christian Kirk, who hasn't been especially good this season. He's starting Kenny Galladay, who has, has really had a disappointing year in New York. Um, so I mean, it's been rough. there's no. I mean, if you're gonna start, but like, there's no reason why you should be starting Beasley over Meikle at this point. Like, yeah, Meikle, Meikle is gonna score one point just like Beasley is, but like Meikle might get you an 80 yard touchdown. You see, that's the thing though. Meikle's uh, Meikle's yearly high in yardage is 76 this year. That is brutal. <laughs> Uh, I'm talking like theoretical though. Theoretically, yeah. I will say like on average, Cole Beasley has been a good amount better than Michael Hartman. It's a pretty disappointing year for him too. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, Tom's not in a great situation. I, I certainly imagine that if he makes the playoffs, he is going to be the first pick of uh, whoever wins the regular season. They're, they're going to be ready to face Tom in the playoffs. But, you know, that, that hasn't always been a recipe for success. So we'll see. Um, Russell Wilson had a pretty good week. <laughs> I mean, like decent week. It didn't. It didn't kill Tom. Seventeen points, you know, from a guy like Russell Wilson. It's like it's, it says in his it says in his bio that his his interception should have been a touchdown pass, but Everett dropped it. Yeah, and nice. it bounced. It bounced to a defender. So Everett that's had, a that Everett that's had what crazy. like a, that's a. St- is that a seven? That's like a seven-point swing. Yeah, yeah. Everett had a crazy like game that we're going to talk about when we talk about Tim's team. Uh, it's hilarious, but we'll talk about it then. Um, let, let's move on to our next game here, Ben. We're, all right. I got to go to bed. All right. Uh, our, ne- our next one is Henry versus Ryan, a classic rivalry. Um, Henry comes away with a victory here, 84-67. to 67. Um, For Henry at this point, wins and losses are kind of academic. He, he just needs to wrap up the wild card spot. Which I've got him at what fifty six percent to do, so it's it's getting a little tighter than it was for most of the season. He's only a yeah eighty four is not great. Yeah, he's only a few points ahead of Nick and a few more points ahead of Jay, so those are the main competitors for the wild card spot there. But you know, if he has a strong week, if he can put up a hundred points this week, he's he's in probably. So that's all he's got to do. Got to get a little bounce back, and you know, eighty five points he scored this week, not too bad. Um, although a bunch of that was Dallas's defense on Thursday. Yeah. They had four picks and a touchdown. Um, the rest of the line, actually, uh, I, <laughs> I looked at this Jay Jefferson, and I'm like, wow, Justin Jefferson, he only put up 1.8 points. It's uh, Jermar Jefferson, not the same. Um, let's see. 
DeAndre Swift was out this week and Lions won. Is this uh, Ewing theory? Ooh, good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately for Henry, Jamar Jefferson was probably not the, the Lions backup running back that you wanted to start, but he didn't have a ton of great options this week. Yeah, and <laughs> I did. The bench is looking a little thin at this point. Uh, and he's still doing the double tight end maneuver as well, which is always a sign of not having enough depth. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the league all free fantasy advice. I don't know if I should be doing this, but um, Henry's bench was a little weak this week, and he had to start you know Jamar Jefferson or whatever. Um, you can put guys who are out in your IR spot. Nice. Did you know that? I actually didn't know that. Well, well, I know that you can leave them there. I didn't know that you could just move them. Interesting. You can, but like you need to move them out by the time when you want to you, play them again. Yeah. No. Well, well, or if you want to make a waiver claim. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But like, but like, if you're trying to, if you're like benches tight, if you're dealing with like bye week shit or like DeAndre Swift is hurt or whatever. Like, you could have put, Henry could have put DeAndre Swift, once he's ruled out and once it shows out in the Yahoo system, you can move Swift to your IR spot and pick up a guy. So, well, free fantasy advice for our, um, our loyal listeners. Don't go, don't go blabbing about it in the group me. Love it. Um, I, I really like that. So Henry, Henry picked up Taysom Hill and stashed him on the bench, which I think is a good idea in general. Um, Taysom Hill had 20.66 fantasy points. You look at that, you go, hey, that's a pretty good game. He had 264 passing yards. He had 101 on the ground, but he also threw four picks. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard to score 20 fantasy points if you throw four interceptions. Like, shout out to Taysom Hill. Um, That's quite the line. Yeah. Um, Henry Henry got even better production out of his actual quarterback. Justin Herbert had a nice week. 25 points for him. Big win for the Chargers. Um, and, you know, working that Herbert-Mike Williams uh, combo there. Mike Williams, 110 yards this week, one of his better games uh, in the last Ooh. six weeks or so. So Who do the, who do the Chargers get next this week? Giants? Uh, Ooh. This week, Giants, that's a great matchup. Um, yeah. You'd love to see that if you're Henry. At home. Yeah. Um, so it won't be, it won't be bad weather. Um, has Henry had the wild card all year? I think pretty much. I feel like it, since like probably week five or something, we've had Henry pretty much penciled into the wild card. So that's going to be pretty wild if he loses it to someone like Nick, who I think we all counted out like a month ago. Um, and yeah, it'd be pretty heartbreaking like, for Henry. Yeah, Hem- or Nick isn't even filling out a real lineup a lot of weeks, so like it's that would be rough. Um, Remember when Nick forgot to start Miles Gaskin and he scored 17 points? Yeah, I mean, he's still starting I... Alvin Kamara, so yeah. Uh, huh? Yeah, that's how that goes. But I don't know. God, it, I'm gonna it, be it, so it, mad if Nick, I'm gonna be so mad if Nick gets it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're rooting for Henry for sure. Um, well, not necessarily for Henry, but not for Nick. Not for Nick. Okay, yeah, they they all just score like sixty points, and Henry backs his way into the playoffs. I love it. Um, I I guess moving on to Ryan's team. Disappointing week over there. Um, I guess interesting thing. Let me do the math. No, Ryan, Ryan would have been extremely close to winning if he had just started the defense that he has on his roster that was playing. Uh, he, he left in the Browns defense that was on bye. If he had just started the Chiefs defense, they scored 17 points, but he would have still lost by half a point. Would have been, would have been rough. Ooh. Yeah. Mike Davis, ooh, interesting. Yeah, Mike Davis, um, 
I mean, I don't think it's really that interesting. He basically just scored a touchdown was the big thing. He only had eight touches in this game, so it wasn't like a Cordero Patterson is at risk. Eight touches for sixty eight touches for sixty nine yards though. Yeah, that is pretty nice. Um That's nice. But it's not yeah, it's still Mike Davis, you know. He's not shown us much this year. Square root of sixty nine is eight something, right? Right. Um and even like uh, Cordero Patterson had another pretty nice game as well. 96 total yards. Um, gotta love the the multiple Falcons start for Ryan. Ryan's another team. Uh, so Ryan is in, I guess, probably the most interesting situation of, uh, of the entire league this week. He, he's just playing Noah, and whoever wins that game is in. Whoever loses is almost certainly out. Um, unless they Because they're not close enough in wild card. Yeah, they would need to score like a bunch of points to uh, to make up against Henry. And then if you score a bunch of points, you probably win your game anyways. So... Um, yeah, this is so sick. This is like exactly what we wanted when we did our. Uh, yeah, the seven versus for... eight matchup is is pretty fun this week. That's always going to be a, a good source of content, I think. I'm um, rooting for Noah. Ooh, wow, hot take there. Hopefully, hopefully Ryan isn't listening. I we need uh we got to get Noah into the Noah's a Noah's a a, a much more uh frequent contributor to the group me. That's a good point. Yeah, it'd be good for content to so, have him in the be playoffs. Good, it'd be good for content to have him in the playoffs. Yeah, and well, I guess I will say, as someone who is is probably going to make the playoffs, Ryan's team is not a team that I would be afraid of at this point in time. You know, the the multiple Falcons thing just doesn't seem super sustainable. Uh, he's also starting like this week. He started Marvin Jones and Cole Komet. Dawson Knox. Like it's just not a super well-rounded. Hey, league. Dawson Knox has been good. Dawson Knox has been fairly good, but he will also absolutely have weeks where he scores like two points, uh, you know. Uh, but I guess but he, that's, but that's Evan, life. But as Evan, a, win game, win game. That is true, win game. He, although he got six targets this week, so it, it, he didn't play for the Pats, yeah. at least. Um, I don't know. Any, anything else with Ryan? Kind of a um, kind of a meh week all around. Not really. Yeah. Just a meh week. Yeah. All right. Um, next game is Tim versus Jay. Ooh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh beat Baltimore. They did. Yeah, it was, it was it was an exciting game on Sunday night. There, the uh, the Ravens went for two with like ten seconds left to win the game, and they didn't get it. They were really close. It was like off Andrew's fingertips. Um, Speaking of going for two and and not getting it. Yeah. Or or fourth and didn't didn't Georgia go for it on fourth and goal against Alabama, and Alabama stuffed them from like the one yard line. I or no something. I, I wasn't watching that... that at all. Oh, there was some big college football game, I think, where that. Well, where wasn't that, that uh, the Baylor Oklahoma State game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Baylor Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State went for it on fourth yeah. and goal with like with like twenty seconds left, and uh, and Oklahoma State uh, or Baylor stuffed them on fourth and goal from like the one yard line. Uh huh. Um, all right. Next game is Tim versus Jay. Uh, good win for Tim, uh, who is now pulled into extremely solid playoff position. Uh, I guess he's actually at 100% in the model, so it'd be very hard for him to miss at this point. Um, I actually wrote out the scenario for Tim this morning because he asked, and it's like he has to get outscored by Quinn by like 110 points this week. So as long as he starts a lineup, Tim is in, um, which is a pretty incredible turnaround for Tim's team. Uh, he's won four games in a row now, so started off three and six. And then just, you know, won every game for a month. So, 
I guess Tim was also 0 and 5 this season. So he's gone 7 and 1 since then. Uh, yeah, I'm proud I'm proud of Tim. Um we were talking about this at the wedding. He was uh at Jay's wedding. He was uh trying to really get the get the boys inspired to make this run just like uh similar similar run to, to what I did all those years ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess in that case we got to be scared of Tim here. Uh, he's definitely on a roll. Uh, the Niners this he's week. Got, he's got he's got Jesus on his side. That's a good point. Um, man, George Kittle, quite the game. Easily, easily his best game of the season. Over 30 points, 181 yards and two touchdowns for Kittle. I th- I feel like of all of the tight ends, Kittle is the one who is like most apt to do this kind of thing. Where, like A lot of Kittle's games aren't that impressive, but then every once in a while he'll score 30 for some reason, and you're just like, how, how did he do that? Or even guys like... Yeah. Travis Kelsey just puts up 10 to 15 every single week, you know, and like even guys like Mark Andrews don't really do this very often. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I accidentally started Daryl Henderson in the other league. Right. And, but I mean, he, he could have been ruled out and it wouldn't have mattered. I would have. But he was uh, an emergency, I think. I think. How yeah. did Sony do? He did really well. Uh, we'll get to that when we get to my team. I'm miffed about that, but uh, oh, do you have Sony? I do. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Did you not start him? No, I didn't. Right. Um, all yeah. right. Oh, all right. So Jay's team. Uh, well, let's talk more about Tim. It's, uh, you know, we gotta, oh, we gotta give him. Some I thought you wanted. To, I thought. I thought you wanted to go. I don't want to go that bad. We gotta. We gotta okay. give him some do here. Um, I don't know. Nothing. Else, there's not really much else here. I think. Yeah, I will say Odell Beckham touchdown the second straight week. Is Odell a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Two catches this week. Pro- probably not. Probably not, right? Yeah. And poor one out for Jacoby Myers. St- starting any Patriots receiver in, in the game last night was not a good not a good situation to be in. Zero targets. They threw three passes, so. <laughs> yeah, you, you sent that funny text. Mac Jones was like one for one for like 10 yards at halftime. <laughs> at halftime. I was really hoping that they just wouldn't have him throw a pass in the second half, and that would have been his, his stat line for the day. It was one for one, 12 yards. Um, okay, well, let's at that point, At that point, why don't they put in like, um, I assume one of their, I mean, Mac Jones is a nap. Like, why, why didn't they have one of their, if they're just going to run the ball, why didn't they? Why didn't they have one of their more athletic backup quarterbacks run the ball? Well, I guess I don't know who. Yeah, doing Ben, it has I, I'm looking it up right now. So their backup is Brian Hoyer. Okay, no. <laughs> and their third string QB is Jarrett Stidham. So okay, never mind. Yes, I think I, I think they made the right choice to steal with Mac Jones. He did have a couple Which, of nice sneaks where he picked up first downs. I you know probably any quarterback could have done that, but like he didn't fuck up in any way. So they should they should have kept Cam Newton for this game. Yeah, that's a good point. This would have been a good Cam Newton game for sure. Um, I just burped. Excuse me. Mm. All right, for Jay's team, uh, this is a pretty uh, a pretty big loss. Uh, Jay doesn't have enough points scored to really feel comfortable with the wild card. Like he's got a shot at it still, but he's going to need to outscore uh, both Nick and Henry this week, and you know by a reasonable margin for Henry. Um, so he really needed some wins and didn't get it this week. He falls to five and eight, so he needs the wild card at this point. Um. Now, what happened to Thielen? Did that happen early? Um. Let me see. High ankle sprain. Yeah, it doesn't say. And I didn't watch the. 
Yeah, I wasn't watching it either. But yeah, Thielen only wound up with two targets in this game. Uh, did not get any yards. Ooh, KJ Osborne time. Yeah, uh, Osborne. Does anyone have Osborne? I don't think so. I'm uh, sure someone does. Or at least a bunch of. Vikings I know he owners. has been had. Um, no, he is available right now. Um, yeah, I'll put in the claim. I guess Quinn and Jay have both had him this year, but not right now. Um, yeah, that that guy's gonna get claimed. Um, but yeah, disappointing for Jay to have a guy like Thielen put up zero points. Um, and yeah. Jay had some. Evan, Evan, who should I put in the claim for this week? I don't know. I haven't even done mine yet. Um, right. I'm gonna do it before I go to bed here. Um, Jay oh, did shit, get that's right. some nice weeks out of the Cowboys on Thursday night. He got 12 points from CeeDee Lamb, 13 from Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard has like officially mm. eclipsed Zeke as like the best running back in Dallas. Like He's still not getting enough yeah. work as compared to Zeke, but I think everyone now agrees that Pollard is better. <laughs> like You just look at their stat lines every week, and it's Pollard getting like five fewer carries, but like 30 more yards, and you're like, hmm. How about that? Zeke's, Zeke's got to be banged up or something, right? Because I'm looking at his thing, and, like, to start the season, like, he gets he gets washed halfway through the season. Yeah, I don't know. Evan, but look at his stat line. He's got through, a lot like, of mileage on him, you know? No, but, Evan, you're being stupid right now. Like, he has, he has one game this year under 6.8. Like, one game the whole – and that was week one. Yeah. When he was probably like getting eased back from some injury. And this week too. Like yeah. But yeah, like he's had a really good season. Yeah, I mean it's been fine. I mean, like it, he was really good before the bye. Um and then since then he's been kinda hit or miss. Um, especially for like a guy that, you know, got drafted in the first round. Like this like he got drafted fourth overall. I guess compared to all of the guys who were drafted above him, like he's the only one left standing right now. <laughs> but uh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Def- definitely kind of hit or miss lately. Um, although I guess Jay's got that nice insurance policy of having Tony Pollard as well. But yeah, I guess I will say I was skeptical of the Tony Pollard thing at first, but it's it's worked out for Jay, generally. Yeah, I mean I don't know if that would be if it would be better to just have like two different teams starting running backs, but at least he's got like a solid weekly floor between those two guys, um, except when the Cowboys like get destroyed by the Chiefs or something. Yeah, I'm gonna have to throw. Um, um, I just what are you doing over there, Ben? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, Tom Brady had four touchdown passes. Um, he threw 51 times in that game. That was that was quite the throwback performance for Brady uh, against the Falcons. So, bright spot for Jay. Otherwise, is Tom Brady is Tom Brady ever gonna be bad? I will say, like, with some of these guys, it happens really fast. Like, with Peyton Manning, it happened, like, almost, like, overnight. Where it's like, wow, this guy's totally terrible now. So, you have to wonder if that'll happen eventually. But, I mean, I'm sure eventually it will have to. But we'll see when we get there. Tom Brady, number one player in fantasy this year. (laughs) He's, He's 44 years old, and he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, pretty wild. Well. I'm excited for like the year 2037 or something when we figure out that Tom Brady was on steroids the whole time and we're like, well, we should have figured that one out. Um, well, it wouldn't be steroids. It'd be like some weird like HGH kind of Yeah, it would be some like kind of new age thing that we didn't understand at the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, some like some like some like vegan HGH or some shit. Yeah. 
All right, uh, let's move on to our next one then. Uh, Quinn versus Noah. It's a big win for Quinn to to stay in the playoff hunt uh, at six and seven. Noah also moves down to six and seven. Quinn takes this one, eighty three to seventy. So what does um, what does Quinn need? So Quinn needs to win and outscore Tom by like thirty eight points, which sounds like a lot, but is doable. You know, it's like if if Tom has a bad week and does sixty points, and Quinn has a good week and does a hundred, like that does it right. Um, I've got him at like what eight percent in the playoff odds, so which sounds about right to me. Like it's it's probably not going to happen, but he is still alive. There is a chance. And, uh, you know, he had a decent week this week. So if everyone has good weeks at the same time, Quinn can make the playoffs. Let's do it. I, I'm rooting for Quinn. I, need, I want Quinn to make the playoffs. That would be fun, yeah. Um, and, then, and then Joe would inevitably pick Quinn. And then we would <laughs> yeah. inevitably get a Joe, a Joe Quinn first round. <laughs> that would be great for content, yeah. Which would be incredible. That's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, well, and, you know, we were talking last week about how neither of us hates Quinn's team. Like, weirdly, like, Quinn doesn't have very many points scored, but he's got some guys. Like, Jalen Lawl has been coming on strong. Like, he traded uh, for James Conner, who has not slowed down in any way. Um, put up 17 points this week. Josh Jacobs has been, you know, Josh Jacobs. He's pretty good, but not that great. Yeah. So, even yeah. Ben, Russell Gage, is happening. <laughs> Russell Gage, who Quinn traded for for Justin Herbert a few weeks ago, had 11 catches for 130 yards this week. Yeah, so. Fuck off. <laughs> good for him. And DeAndre Hopkins returned from injury. He did not have a good game. I guess Ridley. I guess Ridley's still out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think Ridley's coming back. I, I would be surprised at this point. Yeah. Um, no, he's not at this like, point. So, yeah, I mean, Atlanta, what's Atlanta like? Two and ten or something. I think they're actually like five and seven or something. They're not that oh. bad, um, but not really in the playoff run. So, but yeah, Hopkins. Hopkins being back is huge for Quinn. Like that is massive. Um, yeah, they yes. get they get. Uh, except he's probably going to get the uh, the old Jalen Ramsey treatment this week. So, yeah, that might. It's not great. Well, then, so his his stat line like looks fine this week, but he only had two catches. And, you know, he he did score a touchdown on one of them, so that helps his, his points total this week. But yeah, only two catches on two targets this week against the Bears. Uh, but you know, first game back, you know, maybe kind of working him back in. I think Quinn's yeah. got to hope for like at least fifteen from him if he wants to make the playoffs. But we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess I guess I see here that the Cardinals only threw it. 15 times. Okay, they just didn't really have to, I guess. I think I think well, the it was, was I guess also kind yeah, of bad it says, in Chicago. It says it was it says it was raining. Yeah, I think kind of windy too cuz Chicago. So Yeah, probably not. Probably not something to get too worked up about if you're Quinn. Yeah. Um Okay. Uh Noah Keenan Allen no. Yeah, Keenan Allen got covid at the worst possible time. <laughs> Uh, right but but die game. but Ke- but Keenan Allen is woke and he Ooh, is vaccinated. Vaccinated, it's lit. So he might be able to play. Um, yeah, I, I mean the unfortunate thing is that he is not just a close contact; that he actually tested positive himself. So you know, it's always kind of touch and go. Yeah, where that's concerned, like who knows if he's going to play on he, Sunday? I, I don't know. He just needs a negative on Saturday and negative on Sunday, and then he's good. Yeah, I don't know. He probably just tested positive uh, 
like what yesterday so it's not ideal it's not ideal how long do you have covid for i don't know like a few days i think it's gonna he's gonna be like pushing like it's gonna be right on the line of saturday like i wouldn't be surprised if he tests negative on sunday but not on saturday which wouldn't be enough you know so it's a tough spot for noah's team um especially just given that debo samuel is already out um Although it sounds like he might be back this week. I guess we'll see. Um, Why doesn't the NFL just let guys play if they're vaccinated and they have COVID? <laughs> Good point, Ben. Yeah, let's get into that. Um, no, I'm just wondering. Because you can still spread the disease. But if everyone else is vaccinated... I mean, they, but not everyone else every- is vaccinated. Yeah. Well, but then that's their fault. Uh-huh. Uh, and I guess it sounds everyone's, like... Everyone's wearing helmets. That's... Um, yeah. yeah, that that definitely helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it sounds like Dalvin, Dalvin Cook is going to miss one more week, um, and then would hopefully be back for the playoffs. But it does sound like he's not going to play. The Vikings have a Thursday game this week, which is not ideal. Oh, for, nah, he's, nah, for he, Cook he's and not for Adam Thielen. So that's not great. Um, I just want to I just want to point out we've already talked about Mac Jones, but he put up zero point four six fantasy points <laughs> in a game that he won and played the entire game. Um, that's just incredible. Um, let's see. Tyrod had more than yeah, he did. Mac Jones. Um, yeah, yeah, kind of a disappointing week for Noah's team in, in multiple regards. You know, Nelson Aguilar with the with the aforementioned Patriots issues, like that wasn't surprising. But yeah, put up less than one point. DJ Dallas was in uh, Noah's starting lineup for some reason, uh, and he just didn't get a touch. So that's not ideal. <laughs> Yeah, rip Noah's team. Yeah, even guys like like Darnell Mooney also like struggled with the wind uh, and the rain in Chicago. So yeah, just a bunch of like kind of outside factors hurt some of these guys. Um, although Damian Harris did have a nice game in that Pats game as well. So uh, and yeah. them running. All I guess the time we, he also got hurt. We did. So who got hurt? Damian Harris. He like pulled a hammy and had to leave and didn't play in the second half. So. Aren't the Pats on by next week anyway? Uh, yes, I think you're right. So that's unfortunate for Noah as well because he's got a lot of Patriots on this team. Weirdly, like he's got Aguilar and Damian Harris. You know, he wasn't going to start Mac Jones, but he's around too. So not ideal. Um, I might have to bust out Ramondre against Andrew next week. Ooh. Um, yeah, man, Noah's team. It's not looking great for. Uh, for this week, for Noah's team, is yeah. he gonna have enough players to start? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. Evan, Noah, Noah's gonna run into the issues that I had this week, where I just like didn't have enough players. Yeah, to it, have it's gonna be funny when like we're hyping up this Noah versus Ryan like play-in game, but then it's gonna be like sixty-five to sixty-three or something. <laughs> it's gonna well, no, be... it's no, it's gonna, no, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like eighty to forty. <laughs> Maybe. It's just gonna, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a dog shit matchup. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, no, I just it's it's um it's tough. Debo is still out. I guess I guess we didn't realize this when we talked about George Kittle, but that's probably a big part of yeah. Debo being out is probably a big part of that. Um, yeah. uh, uh, Debo's a running back now, so. Uh, Kyle Shanahan quote hoping Debo's back for Week 14. Yeah, that seems Sick. a little optimistic based on what we were initially thinking, but. That, that would definitely be a big help for Noah. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm not seeing it in the cards for Noah this week. 
Yeah. All right. You heard it here first. He, 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 he better hope he better hope that uh, Darnell Mooney has uh, like five touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, or Jameson Crowder. Ooh, good point. So we think Harris. Oh yeah, Harris is on by. Yeah. No, it's fucked. Mahomes, I guess we're yeah. Mahomes, there's a way. Yeah, well, this year playing the Raiders hasn't been, hasn't been uh, much of anything. He did he did have a really good game the last time they played the Raiders. I think he had like five TDs in that game. So this is what no one needs. No one needs Tom to drop Miko Hardman. No one needs to claim Miko Hardman and then start him in place of Agawar mm. and then just hope that Miko gets like two long touchdowns. Fair enough. I think that's the plan. I think that's the plan for Noah here. Yeah. All right, let's do. Maybe we, maybe we can maybe we can get Tom on board with that. <laughs> All right, let's do Nick versus Tony here. Um, Nick also staying alive in the wild card spot. Uh, can't get in on record, but he's got a twenty-seven percent chance at the wild card if he can just outscore Henry by twelve. Um, coming on strong here in the second half, Nick uh, put up one hundred and eight points this week, man. Pretty impressed, and that, that's uh, with Alvin Kamara still sitting on his roster. He could have gotten five more points from Miles Gaskin this week, um, but you know, Miles Gaskin is just in the doghouse. It's funny because like if Nick if Nick had just started Gaskin instead of Kamara the last two weeks with Kamara being out, he would be in the wild card spot right now. Um, like I think he's cost himself something like twenty some points. Uh, he's only well, it, it was it was set. Well, wasn't it seventeen last week, or was that the week before? Yeah, it was seventeen last week. So yeah, that's a big chunk of it right there. And so, how much did you say he has to catch? He, he's down twenty two on Henry. You said right? He's, he's down twelve. Yeah, he would have made up like twenty two oh, points oh, right. if he had. Yeah. So so yeah, like that would that would do it if he had just started Gaskin. He would be in front right now. Yeah. Instead, he has well, to make up Gas- points. Yeah, well, Gaskin's on by this week, so uh, snoozy lose, sno- snoozy lose, Nick. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Nick can fuck off. Yeah, That's I mean, fine. if you're not going to set a lineup, you don't really deserve to be, you know, making yeah. making the playoffs. So it is what it is. Um, big weeks from the Buccaneers players. Next lineup, Gronk had two TDs. Fournette had another TD and 90 yards. Really great year for Fournette. Um, he, yeah, fun. man. I wonder where that guy's going to go in drafts next year. Yeah, God. I'm top, pissed off that top, I, top Top of the second? I feel like I've... Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... Back back half of the first, I think he isn't he like running back five or something something absurd. Yeah, it's, um, yeah it's I'm just pissed off that like first. I always have Leonard Fournette and he always sucks. <laughs> uh, and then finally this year he breaks out and yeah yeah don't love it. Breaks out breaks out after being really good and then sucking and now he's breaking out. Wasn't he really good as a rookie? Like, yeah, he had like one or two really good years with the Jags. Um, but even that was mostly just like they were giving him the ball a ton. I guess that's kind of what the Bucks are doing too. It's like it's not really that he's Leonard, playing that well. It's just like he's in a really good offense and they're giving him a lot yeah. of touches. So yeah, I mean Tom Brady. You know you got you got all the wide receivers. It's just a good spot to yeah. It's like it's like James Conner, right? Like James Conner right. isn't. Although Conner's actually good, been but... playing pretty well lately. The first half of the year he wasn't really, but lately he's really turned it on. Like since Edmonds. But like I mean, as far as like ability, these guys are probably in the same camp, like ability wise. Right? Yeah, sure. Uh, um, uh, how is Fournette? Is Fournette like your grade, or like how old is Fournette? I, I'm guessing he's not that old. I, I, you know, I've reached the age where I'm older than the vast majority of NFL running backs. 
He was born in January of '95, so he's 26 oh. now. Oh, so he's my he's my year. Yeah. He probably left. He probably left LS. He went to LSU, right? Yeah. He. I think he only played there three years. So. Yeah, he probably left early. So he was probably the 2016 draft. No. Am I right? I don't know. I don't care. Um, a big week, too, for uh, the Colts defense. Pitching a shutout. You'd love to see that. Uh, unfortunately, they shut out? going on by. They shut out the Texans. <laughs> Huge victory. Oh, uh, no. Fournette was the 2017 draft. All right. Um, okay. So, generally, we don't talk about Tony's team on this program, but I teased it earlier. Gerald Everett had an all-time terrible fantasy game, and he was in. Tony's oh my lineup. god! Yeah. Oh, oh no! God. So so Everett put up negative three point three points. That's right. <laughs> Seven receiving yards on four catches and two lost fumbles. And Ben, you mentioned earlier, um, Everett, what like. Like dropped a pass that ended. In dropped, a, dropped a touchdown pass. Yeah. Dropped a touchdown pass that that then resulted in an interception. So he not only fumbled twice, he also like created an interception that you know it doesn't hurt his fantasy performance. But man, oh man, Gerald Everett just like an incredibly bad game. The Seahawks somehow won this game uh, <laughs> against the Niners. Anyways, but does this change? Does this change the? This this game this performance from Gerald Everett could have monumental as when when you talk about um, like setting precedents. Now when and when anyone is going into Monday night, it's like and you're and you're thinking about oh I gotta rack up some points you know mm-hmm. like the party is gonna be you know if you're if you're within if you're up, if you're only up three on your opponent you're gonna be like well. What if my guy pulls a Gerald Everett <laughs> yeah, and goes and goes and goes negative? Because you because we have ne- usually I feel like conventional wisdom up to this point has been like if you're up by more than two two right. yeah. like you're like you're fine. It's so hard but to lose this... multiple fumbles in one game and also not get any yardage, right? Like that's what's really hard. Like if you if you catch a couple passes and you fumble twice, at least you get the yardage for the passes, you know. But not if you're yeah. Gerald Everett. <laughs> I. I think yeah. that might be the lowest non-quarterback total I've ever seen in fantasy. Like that is negative three point three is just incredible. Well, what did what did what did what did Peterman have that or that one time when he had like six interceptions? I mean, yeah. So that was, yeah. That that was why I uh, caveated non-quarterback. It's definitely easier for quarterbacks to go super low just because they can throw a bunch of picks. Um, yeah. I, and obviously Peterson, you know, probably never started in any fantasy league any of us have ever been in i would hope not um i do recall one time when i was in college joe hazi was forced to start um geno smith in our 20-man <laughs> fantasy league this was like jets era geno smith still and he dude threw like four picks and had like 40 passing yards and it wound up with like negative seven points or something <laughs> that is just incredible oh god that was so fucking funny um but so that's the lowest I've ever seen, like in someone's starting lineup. Peterman, I'm looking it up now. Peterman had one game, his um, first NFL start. It looks like he threw 14. Yeah, passes. they benched Tyrod. Yeah, he threw 14 passes for 66 yards, zero touchdowns, five interceptions, and uh, one... this is all before halftime, right? Uh, probably. Wasn't this all? Yeah. I think, I think this is all. I think they. I think. I think this is all in the first half, <laughs> if I remember right. Yeah. That's great. Um, 
Yeah, because so how many fantasy points was that? He got replaced by Tyrod, who threw for 158 yards, one TD, and no picks. <laughs> so Tyrod was like really good after he came in. Um, yeah, how many fantasy points is this? It's deeply negative. Like, well, it's negative. Well, it's negative ten for the interceptions, and then 44 yards uh, is it was 66 yards. So oh, 66 yards. So that's you get a point for every 25 yards passing. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. So, so that was that so, was negative. So it's like 7. negative seven point three six fantasy points. <laughs> oh, that's what. So uh, Gerald Everett. Performance that will live on in infamy, and that's that's all wow. for Tony's team. Um, let's it's, do yeah. let's do your game and then my game and then we'll be done. Sure. Um, so big win for Andrew in your game. Uh, I'm not gonna glorify your team with any talk about it. Uh, of but, course not. But Andrew, uh, <laughs> pretty good week for Andrew. 100 points. Uh, Andrew had a couple like sort of down weeks in a row, so this is a nice turnaround. And you know he got Kyler Murray back. That was all it really took. Like. Two rushing TDs, um, 59 rushing yards, 31 fantasy points. It's as easy as that. Yeah, the, th- the, the dangerous thing with Andrew now, though, is that if DeAndre Swift continues to be out, he's got too many He's got too many running backs, Evan. You see, he really doesn't, though, because he can just bench Emmanuel Sanders and start all of their running backs, so I think it's fine. <laughs> um, oh, you're oh you're right. I, I meant... I meant uh, Elijah Moore, like with like included with that. Yeah, like Elijah Moore's been Elijah, Elijah Moore's been Elijah Moore's been good this year. He has, yeah, he's he's been coming on Random pretty way. well the last few games at least. Um, yeah, I mean Andrew, yeah, we talked about this last week with like all of Andrew's handcuffs becoming valuable at the same time, like somehow three new starting running backs on his team. Alexander Madison had a great week starting for Dalvin Cook. It kind of sounds wow, my uh, web browser just crashed. That's great. Uh, kind yeah, of Matt, like... Matt, Madison had 22 rushes for 90 yards and a touchdown. Pretty good. Um, that sounds like Cook's going to be out again. So Andrew's yeah, but, be it, but it does. Out. But it does sound like Cook might be back for Week 15 when the playoffs start. So Andrew's situation this week, uh, him and Joe are still tied for the number one seed. So the regular season champ will be determined this week, um, and they're really close on points scored as well. So it's basically like. If they both win, then it's just whoever had the mo- more uh, points this week. If they bo- both lose, same thing. So, uh, not that that's like super important, but it does win you twenty dollars. So, you know, why not go for it? Uh, and prestige. Yeah, I mean, Andrew. Uh, Andrew would be going for back-to-back regular season championships. So, that would be not nothing. Yeah, you gotta defend it. Um. Yeah, I don't. Why does Andrew have Daniel Jones? Well, so Andrew, like, like why, like why? Well, because Jones was starting for him, like when uh, Kyler got hurt. You know, he could have released him then, but you know, Daniel Jones is now hurt oh, yeah. as well. So, like, like, cut, dang, cut, pick up someone, Andrew. Quit being stupid. God. Pick up a handcuff and then like curse the starter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I want the record to show with my with my team this week. I had a lot of guys put up zero, which on the surface is like Ben forgot to set his lineup. But a couple of my people who scored zero <laughs> just 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 scored zero, <laughs> or Tyrod scored, or like Tyrod like got benched. You know, like that's not my fault. It is funny. I, I think this is definitely the most zeros I've ever seen in a lineup. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe with the exception of like 
one of those fucky ones where like you weren't trying to win, where you were like actively pulling guys out of your roster to like intentionally lose or whatever in week fourteen. But uh, but yeah, five guys yeah, put up zeros, know. including the Bears defense. So uh, kind of a weird one for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. I think though Deontay Johnson saved you from total embarrassment by putting up twenty two points. So, like you could have you could have had like the lowest score of all time. Like I think that's somewhere in the thirties uh, in our league's history. So that didn't. Well, happen. that's good. So there you go. Yeah, um, but I I want the record to show, even if I had been paying attention on Sunday, which I wasn't, uh, I would have started Mark Ingram. Well, they played on Thursday night, so I couldn't have done that. But, like, all I would have done was swap out Alex Collins for, I guess, whoever I would have picked up on the waiver wire, uh, Cortland Sutton or someone else. And then, like, I just don't really feel like, I, I don't want to drop, like, I, I, don't, I don't have anything to play for. So I don't really, that, that, I'm just defending myself a little bit. Like, yeah. I don't have anything to, I don't have anything to play for, like, I'm, I'm like last week. Or this, like, I'm giving like, you a shit, but, like, like I, if you were really trying to win this game and, like, you know, putting active guys into every slot in your roster, you would have scored maybe 60 points. I guess if you were really yeah. trying to win, you would have started Burrow instead of Tyrod. But, uh, so that would have helped a bunch, but, you know. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, it just like I can't I can't really see a scenario where this team would have scored a hundred points uh, like a large a large amount. Of points. Yeah, because it's like I'm not gonna drop someone on my bench for like a one week tight end while that's why I was Darren Waller. Joe Joe was like calling you out for not trying so that Joe is in second place now. But it's like that had nothing to do with you really. Like there was no way that you were gonna score a hundred points in this game and beat Andrew, right? So, uh, yeah, oh, well. yeah. Um, I mean, it was a it was a fair trip from Joe. I want to call out Darren Waller though. Like, dude's had a low key ass year. Yeah. Oh well. You know. Oh well. What can what can he do? Um, speaking of Joe, let's do me and Joe's game. Uh, last the big rival, the, the the granddaddy of them all. <laughs> this game was so fun. Like this fantasy game. Um, so like going into Monday night, I had a seven point lead and Devin Singletary still going, and Joe had Josh Allen and Hunter Henry going. Uh, so, like, normally you'd think, like, well, like, Josh Allen, like, Joe should be fine. Like, he'll make up the seven points pretty easily. Hunter Henry will get, like, a touchdown or something. It'll be whatever. Um, but then it gets really windy in Buffalo. It's like, oh, man, like, all bets are off. Like, anything can happen in this game. And I just, like, very slowly leached away the points to Josh Allen, who couldn't really do anything but was doing just enough. And, like, Joe yeah. passed me on the Bills' final drive of the game. He passed me by, like, a point and a half and I'm like fuck like Singletary had done nothing the whole game he had like 20 yards and I'm like well shit that's about it like I just gotta pray that Josh Allen throws a pick like right now um and then naturally like the next snap after that Devin Singletary gets a carry and takes it 17 yards so I'm back in the lead but it's only <laughs> but it's only by like two yards which is you know five passing yards for Allen and they're still at like the 20 so I'm like well Allen really has to do nothing the rest of the game he he threw, yeah. like, an eight-yard pass, and then they did nothing. So Joe squeaked out a win by, like, a quarter of a point. It was one of the closest Monday night games I've ever had, where, like, both teams had a legitimate chance to seize the lead there right at the end. It was that's fun. fun. That's, like, that's like that's like what fantasy is all about. That's what rivalry yeah. week Especially is all rivalry, about. yeah. It was, like, pretty fun. Like, me and Joe were yeah. texting, like, both watching this, like, you know, pretty shitty but also weirdly good Monday night game. You know, it was, like, being impacted by this really weird weather and... 
Yeah, Hunter Henry couldn't get That's any fun. points because the Patriots threw three passes. <laughs> it's like such a weird end to the fantasy game neither of us really deserve to win like we both put up 72 points uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's kind of beside the point like we're both we're both in the playoffs pretty assuredly so um for joe's team t higgins was the the big performer this week he's had a couple of really nice weeks in a row put up 138 in the td this week um joe mixon also scored a touchdown for the bengals um despite the fact that they lost by 19 points they did pretty good for joe's fantasy team this week see otherwise the the tyler lockett td in the late window was was what really put joe into the lead that he you know didn't quite relinquish there at the end so shout out Tyler. yeah it hurt it hurt it hurt joe that gordon was out and jones was out yeah joe has Um, not been the deepest team this season so like his he caught joe in a good week yeah his flex guys were pretty weak this week tim badrick nine yards ty 22 yards but you know, put up just enough with the the good players. Uh, squeak out a win. Yeah. Although Zach Moss is back, he was active, so he can go right back into Joe's starting lineup. I'm sure. How the Bills are treating Zach Moss is the the most bizarre. Like, didn't he start out the season as a healthy scratch? Yeah, he did. And we was one, it, was, was it wasn't he a healthy scratch week one? Yes. And then we give Joe a bunch of shit about it, and then he was, like, really useful for, like, five weeks after that, and now he's right back to being totally worthless, so. And, and now he's just healthy. And now Matt Breida is getting sort of, like, yeah. you know, the last three the last, the last three weeks it was Matt Breida yeah. and, like, Zach Moss getting healthy scratched for Matt Breida. Yeah, and, that, and now Zach Moss is back. You know, he had, like, ten touches in this game, so there you go. Who knows? Damn, that's bizarre. I would not. Can you imagine being, like, in, like, a – in like a large league and being low key forced to flex Zach Moss in the playoffs, like that that would be so stressful. Yeah, I mean that's why that's why you never play in leagues larger than our league. This is the limit. <laughs> I think we should expand. Ooh, expansion! I like it. Um, yeah, for my team, kind of disappointing week. Uh, man, I, I felt I felt so good about my team like two weeks ago, and then everyone started being bad. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers being out. Like, if he plays, I probably win the game. But, you know, if Aaron Jones plays as well, same story. So, um, I mentioned earlier, I've got a beef regarding Sony Michelle. So, I was aware all week that Sony Michelle, like, might be getting more work than Henderson or whatever, because Henderson was injured for the Rams. And then I saw on Sunday morning, it's like, oh, Henderson is active. I'm like, okay, Henderson is active. I don't need to start Sony Michelle. Um, there are no updates on Sony Michelle's player page like on Yahoo at any point late in the week, at any point, <laughs> even though I, so I didn't start it, right? There's no updates. It's whatever. There's no news about Sonny Michelle. Um, like halfway through their game, I see, wow, Sonny Michelle is killing it. I, I, I go and check Daryl Henderson's player page and they're like, yeah, oh, I was just, just going to say active, this, but he's like an emergency start. I'm like, why did you not post this on Sonny Michelle's page? Like Sonny Michelle is an RB one. If, Daryl Henderson is inactive. Like, he's an obvious start for me. Like, I start him instead of Singletary every single time if I know that Henderson isn't actually going to play, you know? Like, yeah. no, God, what it's are we funny. doing? Like, you've got to keep you were, up on this. <laughs> when you were setting up the Sony Michelle thing, because I have Daryl Henderson in other league, and it was getting it was getting posted about all the time. Yeah, right. Like, leading up to, like, like, uh, like, like Daryl Henderson's going to be an emergency backup. He's going to be active, but... 
Michelle's going to be the guy, and McVeigh is like McVeigh is being like very transparent about it, <laughs> and then it's just like not showing up on there's, Michelle's. There is no side of this on Michelle's page. It's just like, well, Henderson's got a little boo boo, like he might not play. It's like, okay, whatever. Um, no, but there's not even there's not even that though. Yeah, there's not even really there's not <laughs> yeah there's not there's nothing there's nothing after Sunday November twenty eighth, which is like leading up to yeah. I guess that, that's nothing, just the recap of their last game. Yeah, it's literally there's nothing, nothing there's nothing. There's nothing in between last. There's nothing in between two Sundays ago and this past Sunday, yeah. and like the recap from this past Sunday. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I'm pretty miffed by that, especially because like Henderson's probably just gonna be back in week 14. Like if he was healthy enough to be an emergency option in week 13, and presumably, you know, they're playing on Monday night. Like he's probably gonna be fine. So that was my one week to like cash in my Sony Michelle handcuff, and yeah, didn't get it. So oh well. Oh well, he still got the win. Um. No, I did not. Um, but uh, or, uh, yeah, it didn't really, it playoffs, didn't really matter. Right? Like it was all kind of academic, anyways. Um, What's your playoff? Your playoff odds are pretty good, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, Quinn needs to outscore me by like one hundred and sixty points or something. So, and you weren't you weren't going to catch Ethan, right? Um. Well, so I could have. I would have been tied this? with him in the standings if I had won, so I would still have a chance to beat him on record. Um. So that was an option, but like finishing third isn't that much better than th- finishing fourth, anyways. So. Yeah, it's, it's not a huge deal. Or and and one fourth is not any different from fifth. Yeah, right. Or, um, I don't know. Yeah. So also, what one, one last thing? One last thing about your your um your team is that I'm reading James Robinson. Yep, that was going to be my other thing. thing. My other my uh, other bone to pick is, is with Urban Meyer. <laughs> this is a, this is incredible. Can I can I do the honors? Yeah. J- James Robinson. This is uh after the game yesterday. The the headline on James Robinson's thing is. Urban colon quote I'd agree quote that late late J Rob carries were unwise. <laughs> Speaking Monday, Jaguars coach Urban Meyer admitted it was unwise to give banged up James Robinson three carries in the final two minutes of a blowout loss to the Rams. Uh, yep. Quote that's a that's a good question was Meyer's response when pressed on why an injured Robinson was taking meaningless late touches before blaming it on the team's running back rotation <laughs> and the running backs coach apparent desire to quote get Robinson a few more carries at that point end quote when further pressed <laughs> I love that because it's like yeah. I can imagine I can imagine this reporter just being like what the like no like like <laughs> Meyer replied Meyer replied quote I'd agree when it was posited that was not smart. <laughs> Simply stunning. This is now at least the second time that this year that Meyer has put ignorance about his backfield u- usage. Blah blah blah. Just man, like yeah, that, that is incredible. that is that that's incredible. Because I, I mean, mean, Robinson Robinson was um like he was questionable this yeah, I mean, week, he's right? Been questionable several weeks several weeks in a row. Like he's got multiple injuries. It's a knee thing and a heel thing, and and like the cherry on top of all of this is that. Robinson got benched for, like, the entire first half. Like, he lost a fumble, and Urban Meyer did, like, the old-school coach thing where, like, as soon as a guy loses a fumble, he pulls him for the rest of the half. Like, that's that's why he only got eight carries in this game. It's like, yeah. so really you're going to, like, you know, spitefully, like, bench him in the first half, but then, like, leave him on the field at the end of the game even though he's hurt? It's like... And, well, and well, and the, well, and the game is a blowout, right? Right, yeah. They, they lost yeah. by 30 points. It's, yeah, just incredible. I mean, can't wait for that guy to be gone. Um, yeah, it's been a weird year for Robinson because we have always been on the edge of this kind of thing happening. Um, like he also got benched briefly in their Week Twelve game because he lost a fumble in that game as well. Uh, 
So that kind of thing has been happening. Like at the start of the year, like his first game, he only got five carries, and everyone was like, "Holy fuck, Carlos Hyde is the lead back here." This has been kind of a mess to like try and monitor. You know, we had a good middle of the season where it was like James Robinson is actually good. They're giving him carries. They're giving him goal line, but it's been very hit or miss in recent weeks. So the one the one thing that's really nice with Robinson, their first two playoff games are Houston and the Jets. So ooh, it's pretty juicy. wow. And I mean, and I mean that is like um, back when I back when I used to make the playoffs. Uh, nice. I when you're when you are looking at playoff schedules, like you're only really this is another free fantasy advice for the loyal listeners. When you're looking at playoff schedules for guys, when you're deciding like who to stream, who to pick up, like when you're making those, you know, you're planning ahead and trying to look at the playoff schedules. You're only really looking at the first two weeks. Yeah, and I would say I would say I would say even like I would even say you should take it one week at a time. But like in this situation, you got Houston and the Jets like back to back. Like that is that is that is like one of the best. Like those are the two like most um, like conducive to running back. Yeah, uh, defenses in the league. You know, after you get, like once you get to the championship, it's like who cares? You're in the championship. Like I don't give a fuck who I'm playing. Yeah, right. You know, you know what I mean? Like who? Like who? Ca- like you're in the championship. Like at that point, it's like who cares? Like you know, you only really care about the matchups the first two weeks because it's like once you get to the championship, like you know, just thank your lucky stars and like you know, anything can happen. But like that's man, that is a great. Ooh man, that's a great schedule. Yeah. Good for you, Evan. Yeah. Yeah. What you just described was essentially the vibe in the office after we got to the World Series. It's like, we beat the Dodgers, like, finally. And the Dodgers were really, like, really good. And it's like, well, like, we made the World Series. It's all gravy. Like, you know, whatever. Like, we'll just go play. So, same, same yeah. vibe with James Robinson, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I like that you're – are you having fun with your coworker with this Taylor Heineke start? Did you did you tell that to your did you tell that to your coworker? This I didn't week? mention it. I should I should have brought it up. Yeah, oh, Heineke, Heineke's been pretty good in real life, and uh, Washington football team has won four in a row, so they're like in the playoff hunt, which is pretty exciting. Um, yeah, two of my coworkers have a bet about Taylor Heineke's uh, passer rating this year over under ninety five, which has been pretty fun to watch. So what's he at right now? That's a good question. He, he's been trending upwards. Um, I don't think he's quite there yet. Let me look it up. Uh, while you're doing that, I guess I'm just I'm a little bit bummed about Saquon. He hasn't quite. Ugh, yeah, it's been that's been rough too. He still looks yeah. kind of injured or just broken now or whatever. Yeah, like that first week he was back. Like you'll live with five point six, but yeah. you kind of would wish you you would wish that that would have got gotten bumped up a little bit. Yeah, and like the volume isn't good enough. For like like you know he got eleven carries this week, which is fine, but like it's not. You know, unless you're going to be extremely efficient with that, it's not enough, you know, especially because the yeah. offense has been pretty bad, especially with Daniel Jones out this week. Uh, Taylor Heineke's passer rating right now, 92.1. So nice. we got we got some drama developing. Um, yeah, that's all I got for my team. Oh, I did want to very quickly shout out Chris Godwin. Uh, hit a really bad week last week. This week he comes back with 15 catches for 143 yards. <laughs> so that's, that's good. But yeah, that's all I got for me. Seventeen targets, damn. Yeah. 
it's good to see. All right. Well, it's going to oh, be... He's going he, to get the Tredavious White treatment next week. Yeah, I mean, or... this week doesn't matter for me at all. So. Oh, doesn't it? Yeah, not really. Well, I guess they got it. Maybe he'll be on Evans. Yeah. All right. Is that Well, uh, we're coming into the last week of the regular season, Evan. Any... Uh... Any parting thoughts for the last week of the season? Who are we? Who are we rooting for? Who are we? Who, like, what is we, we? We need to endorse some of the matchups. The, okay. The so, pot. so yeah, I would say I agree with you that I'm endorsing Noah over Ryan uh, in that playing game. I think it'd be fun to have Noah in the playoffs his first year. Add some content there. So I think I think that's an easy one. Um, and then I guess the only other real question is I guess there are two other ones. Uh, the first one being, who do we want to win the regular season championship, Joe or Amber? Um. <laughs> See, I want it to be Joe because I want to give Joe as many options in uh, the draft of his first round playoff opponent as possible. Like, I want him to be as rattled by that decision as he can be. So we Ooh. need him to win the regular season title for that to happen. Yeah. I'm rooting for Joe too. Andrew is like, Andrew is Andrew is like the worst fantasy football player. Not in the sense that his team is bad, but just his like demeanor and his approach to it is is very is very um, unattractive. Mm. It's 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 very it's very much uh, like half of the time I am like apathetic. And the other half of the time, I'm, like, too cool to care about it. Mm. It's, like, the worst... It's, like, the worst... Uh, the, the worst type of fantasy football person. Is that, is that fair? Fair enough. Maybe I'm, be, maybe I'm being too harsh. <laughs> I, I, I just... I need, I, need Andrew to, I need Andrew to put more skin in the game, and he, and he, he, he does the opposite. Yeah. Actively, actively avoids putting more skin in the game. All right, then I guess the last uh, the last real debate we've got is who do you want to win the wild card, Henry, Nick, or Jay? And I think uh, it's, it's got to be Henry, right? Well, no, I said before my endorsement is not Nick. Okay, so is that, either is Henry that fair? or Jay is fine, just not Nick. I think that is fair. Yeah, I'd be fine yeah. with Jay. I'd be fine with Jay. All right. Well, so do any of those teams? Well, obviously Ryan and Noah play each other. Yeah. Uh, who do, does? Who does Jay? I mean, like head-to-head matchups don't matter for those wildcard teams. Like none of them can get in. Um, oh yeah. Oh, so oh, they're yeah, all they're true. all just trying to pass Henry by enough, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Anyway, should we should we call, should we send it off? Yeah, let's call it. All right. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't. Can't lose. lose.